episode number 41. Hi, you're listening to the Careers Beyond Motherhood podcast with your host, Janine Esbrand. I'm here to help working mums like you to thrive in your careers and in motherhood. I share tips, strategies and inspirational conversations with awesome women to help reduce the struggle in your juggle. Hello, hello and welcome to the show. How are you? How are you doing? I hope well. I am finally getting over my cold that I've had for a good few weeks. Unfortunately, my children have both got it and are not very well at the moment. So we are having that time in the house where everybody's up in the night coughing and not feeling well. So lack of sleep is very prevalent in these parts at the moment. Nevertheless, I am always excited to be behind the mic and to be talking to you on the podcast. So today we are rounding off our Create Your Flexibility series. So this series was all about highlighting and showcasing people who have decided to take control of their careers and create their own flexibility through building their own businesses. So for the last five episodes, I've been interviewing different business owners who are in different fields and in different stages of their business growth journey. And they've been sharing with us different insights around building your business and the things that you need to think about. So to round off that whole series today, I am going to be sharing with you my top tips for building a business whilst on maternity leave. So if you are somebody who's thinking about getting started or you are building your business, then you're definitely going to find this episode useful. Now, I launched my coaching business on my first maternity leave. So I was on maternity leave from my corporate lawyer job and decided once I had settled into motherhood that this was a time where I could focus on building my coaching business. Building a business while on maternity leave was great but it was also challenging so there are many lessons that I learned, there were highs, there were lows and on this episode today I'm going to jump into some key tips that I have for you. I shared these as part of a 30 day Q&A series a few months ago and I thought it'd be useful for you to hear them too. If you are at the stage where you want to create your own flexibility and build your business then these tips are going to be very very useful. Okay, so let's jump in. So the first question I'm going to answer about building your business is how do I know if my business idea is going to work? I'm just going to share with you the easiest way for you to know whether or not your business idea will work. So often you can sit and think and wonder and try and figure things out in your head and do kind of research online and look and see whether anyone else has done a similar similar um, idea to you or whether there's anything out there in the market where they're doing what you want to do and that's all great but that doesn't necessarily give you the clarity and understanding that you need to perhaps move forward with the idea. So the key thing that you need to do in order for you to know whether or not your idea is going to work is market research. So companies, big companies, large companies, they they spend a lot of money on market research for good reason. So when I was at college, I used to work at a call centre and we were tasked with phoning people and asking them some questions. And the reason we were asking them questions is because the companies that had commissioned the research wanted to get insight from 
the customers that they would eventually sell to and they wanted to find out whether the product they were thinking about pushing to market would be something that the customers would be interested in and so they would spend a lot of money commissioning the company that I worked for to do this research and phone thousands and thousands of people to find out whether or not they would be interested in the product so I'm not saying that you need to commission a market research company to do research for you, but you do need to do some market research on a smaller scale. So what you need to do is think about, well, who do I really want to use my product? What problem am I going to be solving? And who is the, the target market? And once you identify who your target market is, then you want to get out and you want to speak to people. So you want to start speaking to those people in your target market about your idea about the, the concept that you're going to put out or the product that you're going to put out or the service that you're going to be offering and just see what their reaction is. Find out from them what their thoughts are. Ask them specific questions about what their challenges are around the area that you're looking to um, build your business. And then once you're armed with that research, then you can go away and then you can decide, okay, well, this is, this is something that they want and so I'm going to launch it or you might find out that the thing that you thought people would want isn't actually the thing that people want and they want something else and then you can launch something that's revised but it's based on feedback from other people and not just based on what you think in your head so clarity comes from doing and not just thinking so i want to encourage you if you have an idea don't just sit on it get out there start talking about it asking questions finding the people that would be your your clients in the future potentially um, and find out from them whether whether it's something they're interested in and that's the easiest way for you to figure out whether this is a viable idea for a business so when you get past the initial idea phase you may struggle to figure out where you should be going next and what support you need in your business to help you figure out what your plan of action is so we're going to talk about the different types of support available and what may be the most useful for you depending on the stage that you're at I have been asked before by people, one person in particular I have in mind, who wanted to get started with launching her business but didn't really know where to start in terms of getting the right support. So she knew what she wanted to do but then she was a bit confused as to who she should be reaching out to to help her get started. So today I want to share with you the different types of support that you could reach out and get depending on what it is you're looking for and where it is you're trying to get to with your with your business and with your launch so i'm going to share three different types of support that you could be looking for and tell you um how they might be the best fit for you depending on where you are okay so the first thing is getting a business coach so a business coach is somebody who is going to work with you to figure out what you want to achieve with your business and they're going to ask you questions they're going to dig in and get you to the place where you understand what it is you're trying to ultimately achieve and then help you to map out goals step by step that are going to move you towards that that place that you say you want to get to and they're also going to offer you accountability and offer you um, some guidance in terms of getting things set up in the right way and so a business coach is quite a broad term so you can get business coaches who specialize in different things so you can get coaches who specialize in mindset who specialize in marketing who spe specialize in sales so when you're getting started you need to think about what is it you really need to focus on so what area is is an area that you're weakest um, and think about 
who would be a good person to be able to, to shed light on that particular area and if you're someone who's just completely new to the space and getting started then then looking for a business coach who's going to be able to help you in all the different areas and um, give you the overall plan may be a good place to start for you so firstly you need to think about what is it do I that I really need and where am I really trying to get to before you just reach out and and, and try and hire somebody so that's the first thing in terms of who you could be looking out for so that's a business coach the second one is a mentor so the difference between a coach and a mentor is that a coach is going to ask you questions, guide you, give you a framework in terms of um, setting your goals and help you to get there. But that coach may not have, have necessarily built the, the same type of business that you are, are going to build, but they're going to give you a framework. A mentor is somebody who's already been where it is that you're trying to get to. So a mentor is somebody who's built up their business and now they're looking to mentor you as someone who is coming up and wanting to do the same thing. So a mentor is going to give you more of um, their experience and share with you some of their highs, some of their lows, share with you the, the mistakes that they made, share with you the successes that they had so that you can essentially walk in their footsteps and, and replicate some of what they have done. And so um, um, when, when you're looking for a mentor, you may well be looking around at somebody who you admire, who's successful in your space, who has done the very thing that you want to do. And um, that mentor is then going to be able to, to mentor you and show you how you can get to where they got to. Um, and then the, the third way of getting support is a mastermind. So a mastermind group is essentially a, a group of people who have a similar focus and are probably at the similar stages. So if you were to get into a, a mastermind, you wanna you you want to be alongside people that are at a similar stage as you. And the benefit is that you have maybe three, four, five people within your within your group, and you're all able to offer each other um, support, and you're able to brainstorm, and you're able to keep each other accountable. And so you're you you have a, a safe space where you can go and share what your struggles are with your business, what your wins are, and then you can be getting feedback from your peers, so people that are going through it with you at the same time. So there is a benefit from having all three of these these types of people when you're starting your business. Um, but I would say working with a coach is definitely a good start because that person is going to be able to give you give you the framework and help you work through step by step where you're trying to get to um, but those are those are the ways that you can you can get support and it's good to have various different people around you when you are starting your business because it's not going to be easy but it's definitely worth it so if you are looking to start then think about who it is you should be getting in your corner if you are a mum who is growing a business, then you have the unique challenge of trying to juggle becoming a business owner, growing a business, but also raising your family at the same time. So I'm going to talk now about how you can be building your business around your family. It doesn't have to be either or, you can do both. Um, and so I'm going to talk about how you go about doing that now. Hey, 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 I am super excited because I have a handful of spots open for one-to-one -one coaching. I am looking to work with more of you who are highly ambitious, very driven, know where you want to get to, but are struggling to get there because you feel as though you're being overlooked and undervalued for the contribution that you're making. You know that you need to get more visible. You know that you need to show up more. You understand that 
creating a personal brand that is speaking for you when you're not in the room is important so that you can move towards your career goals but you don't quite know how to make it happen and for you I am extending the invitation to come and join me inside of Elevate. This is my one-to-one high-touch coaching program that is designed to help you to advance into your next role, secure your next client, position yourself for the opportunities that you want by being intentional with your personal brand, making sure that your digital footprint is tight. Yes, I mean, LinkedIn is looking good and attracting the right opportunities and making sure that you're able to show up with confidence and fully articulate the value that you're able to bring to your next opportunity. I am excited to dig deep come up with your personalized strategy and your plan and support you with the accountability and coaching that is required to help you to get there. So if this sounds good to you, if you know that you need some support with really taking your career to the next level, book a call with me and let's explore you joining the Elevate program. So head over to careerchangemakers.com forward slash call so that you can book a fitting call and then let's have a conversation about whether or not this program is a good fit for you. I look forward to speaking to you. So I often get asked the question, how do you manage to um, grow your business while looking after your babies and have a and have a part-time job as well um, how do you do it so I want to talk to you today about how you can go about building your business around your children and some of the the key things that I've learned as I've been growing my business over the last couple of years um, and some things that you you want to think about if you're just getting started or even if you're in the midst of it so these tips might be useful for you so type in the comments below yes if you are building a business um if you've already started then let me know if you are thinking about it also let me know in the comments i'd love to know all right so hi whoever's joining let me know in the comments who's joining okay so the the first thing you want to do is think about what are you trying to achieve with your business so where do you want to get to so having a goal and having the end in mind is something i talk about often and it's really important to know are you are you trying to to build a large business are you trying to have a small business what is it you want to achieve with it are you just trying to bring in some supplemental income or do you want um to bring in a a large amount of money that's going to contribute to your household expenses what is the reason that you're that you're trying to build the business and what is your goal with the business so have that in mind so that you know um ultimately what you're what you're aiming for because then that can help you to figure out what steps you need to take in the beginning, in the middle, and um, in the later stages of growing and, and building your business. So you need to do that. The other thing is to set goals. So it's always good to, to have your end in mind and to have goals, but think about setting um, goals on a on a quarterly basis, on a monthly basis, um, and on a weekly basis, so that you know each week, each month, each quarter, you're working towards a, a particular goal. And that can be a financial goal, or that can be a goal in terms of having made progress with certain aspects of your business. But because you're building it around your babies and things inevitably happen, you want to make sure that you're a little bit flexible with it. So don't don't um, have the goal and just feel like you must, must, must achieve it by a certain date, um, knowing that children get sick, they're teething, they're going through things, they, they get ill, you get ill. When you're running a home and, and a business, um, there's going to be things that go down that you didn't expect. So the curveballs are going to come. So 
you have to bear that in mind when you're setting your goals and you have to allow yourself that margin and that flexibility because that's going to help you to not get frustrated because there's been um, many times where I have had a call that I've scheduled or I've had an interview on a podcast or something like that and then I've also had a sick baby and so I've had to prioritize my child over that thing that I scheduled with somebody else but it happens and it can always get rescheduled so you just have to realize that you're you're going to need to be flexible um and the other thing is to plan ahead so this is a key thing so if you are if you are um looking after your your babies and you're building your business around them and you you may or may not have childcare in place um you need to plan ahead and decide well what are the tasks that i need to complete and the reason why it's important to plan ahead is because you're going to have pockets of time where you have um, where you are going to be able to work on your business but if you wait until that time to decide what you're going to do you're going to waste time so scenario is you're you're going to try and get work done in nap time so you're on the nap time hustle uh, your baby naps for maybe or your toddler naps for maybe an hour hour and a half if you wait until the nap time and you sit down at the beginning of the hour and you think, okay, what am I going to do? You, your brain is going to jump all over the place. You're going to say, oh, should I send an email? Should I um, work on my website? Should I follow up with that person that I spoke to? Um, should I do some research? And by the time your brain's jumped all around to try and decide what you're going to do, you've, you've missed half an hour. Half an hour has gone past. So that would have been valuable focus time that you could have had. So instead of doing that, you want to plan out what you need to do you want to have your checklist of items your priority tasks that you want to get done in that week or in that day so that as soon as nap time comes you can sit down and you can start with the first thing on your on your list and that's going to allow you to maximize those pockets of time so nap times bedtimes after they're after they've gone to sleep weekends different pockets of time is when you're going to be building and growing your business so you need to decide when those times are going to be and then you need to decide well what am I going to do in those precious moments to help move my business forward um and then the last thing I want to share with you is you really need to be focused in terms of what you are doing so it's so easy and I'm guilty of this to spend time doing busy work so you feel like you're busy because you're on social media and you're updating your statuses and you're doing all of these different things that you think you should be doing to um, build awareness and grow your business but they may not be things that are actually moving the needle forward and so think about what you're doing and focus your time and energy on the things that are working so the things that are working to raise your visibility so to let people know about what you're doing the things that are working to generate income so to either be getting clients or or selling products um, and the things that are that are, are working for you for you in terms of making connections with other people who could be potential collaborators, future clients or partners in the future. So you want to focus your, your energy on those things and not the things that seem like nice to do's um, but aren't actually moving things forward because you have limited time because you have other commitments. So you're not in the position where you're, uh, you know, somebody, a business owner who is solely focused on growing their business so they can get involved in all of the things, you need to be thinking about the key things that you should be getting involved with right now. So those are the main things that you need to be um, focused on other, or that are going to help you if you are building your business around babies. So let's summarise. The first thing is be clear on what you want to achieve with your business. It may be that in the short term you want you have one particular desire um, to fulfil with your business and then in the longer term it changes, you know, as the children grow older or um, as time shifts, things might shift, but get clear on what you want to achieve right now. And then the second thing is to set goals. So set 
uh, quarterly goals, set monthly goals, set weekly goals, and just be a bit flexible though, and, and anticipate the fact that things might happen where you have to shift things. The other thing is plan ahead. Know what it is you want to get done, say at the beginning of the week, so that when you have your precious moments to work, you can actually get down to work and get going and not waste time. And the last thing is to focus your energy on the things that are making a difference um, in terms of growing your business. So don't try and do everything and be everywhere doing everything. You want to focus on the things that are going to make a difference. So those are my tips for you in terms of building your business around your babies. It's absolutely possible. You just have to have some strategy and some focus and get it done. As your business gains traction and you are more busy delivering your service or product, there will come a time where you need to hire a team and you need to have people helping you to achieve your business goals. And so I'm going to talk now about when is the right time to hire and when is the right time to be thinking about expanding your team. So this question came up because I went to a conference last week and I was speaking to um, a fellow coach at the conference and we were talking about business and how things are going and she was saying that there are some areas in her business that she doesn't really enjoy doing and she doesn't get to do those things. They're important tasks but she doesn't get around to doing them and she also doesn't like doing them. And so she was saying that she's thinking about hiring somebody to come in and do those tasks and so she was saying when do you think it's a good time to, to hire someone so I'm gonna answer that question now so when you're getting started with your business it's likely that it's all on you so if you're a mum who's starting business on maternity leave or you've decided not to go back to work and you're starting your business it you're probably a one a one woman show so you're trying to do everything um, and the thing is you either there's there's two it's going to cost you either way in terms of building your business so you either are going to be spending a lot of time or you're going to be spending money so if you have a lot of time available which might be unlikely if you're if you're a mum and you're juggling loads of things then you can dedicate time to be doing everything yourself so you're looking at doing your marketing you're looking at uh, developing your product or your service you're looking at uh, doing you know social media your finances wearing all the hats when it comes to running a business um, but if you are in the position where you do have some income coming in in your business and you have some um, money that you're able to spend then you could spend that money and allow somebody else to help you with some of those tasks to take some of those things off of your plate um, and it's a good idea for you to be able to send the things that you don't enjoy doing or that you're not particularly good at to somebody else who is good at those things so it's good to hire hire somebody at least one person that can be supporting you and helping you because ultimately um it's going to be more efficient so while you are doing other things whether that is in the business or not they can be working as well and get getting things done and they they may do some things better than you if you're wearing all the hats it's unlikely that you're going to be good at everything so you can hire somebody who is excelling in an area that's your weakness so that's why it's good to know what your strengths are so you know that you can focus on your area of strength and then you can get someone in the team that can fill in the gap where where you have weaknesses so you might be thinking, okay, but where do I find somebody to hire and I'm not in the position where I want to hire a full-time employee? Well, you don't need to. So there's a lot of people that offer their services as contractors and you can you can hire a virtual assistant. So that is essentially um, an assistant who specializes in different areas of admin who can come in and can help you in your business. So it doesn't have to be somebody working for you full time they might just do a few hours a week for you but in those few hours they can get a lot of ta tasks done 
uh, to help you move forward in your business. So you can look for a, a local VA, somebody who's in your area, somebody who is in another country, because if you're working virtually, you can you can work it out so that it doesn't you don't necessarily have to be in the same vicinity. And so you can explore that. You can look at ways that you can start getting somebody to help you. Start slowly, get someone to help you a few hours, and then you can you can up that as time goes on. Um, but it's definitely a good idea to hire a team member probably sooner than you feel ready to because ultimately when it's all on your shoulders it's a lot to do especially when you're juggling everything else so go ahead and do that hire somebody get somebody on board um, a contractor who can can help you I won't go into the ins and outs of employee versus contractor here but it's a good idea to get a contractor to come in and help you so those are some top tips for you. I have lots more insights that I could possibly share from my experience growing my own business and also as my time as a corporate lawyer, I advise lots and lots of businesses who were at different stages in their journey. So if you want to hear more and connect more with me, you have questions, then come over to our free Facebook group, which is the Careers Beyond Motherhood community. And I would love to hear more about what you're doing and connect with you there. So you can head over to lightbotscoaching.com forward slash Facebook and you can grab the link to come over and join the community. Now, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and you've enjoyed the Create Your Flexibility series. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes in this series, then I would go back into the archives. So from episode 35 onwards, we were diving into different people's businesses and gaining really good insight. So you can head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash podcast and you can check out the previous episodes. And I will also put links to those in this week's show notes, which will be at lightboxcoaching.com forward slash episode high. 41. So it's been awesome diving in and learning from so many different people about their journeys and how they've gone about building their businesses and creating the flexibility that they require. Now it's not only possible to create flexibility if you start your own business, it is possible to find the flexibility that you need in your corporate career too. If you would quite like to create some flexibility in your career, but you're not quite sure how to go about it, then book a call with me. You can head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash call and you can book in a 20 minute chat where we will look at how you can move forward towards a more flexible working life. All right, that's all from me today. I will be back again next week. And in the meantime, look after you and look after your babies. This podcast features music from Ben Sound.